Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Gehrig, and alongside me, as always, is that PC muscle race himself, Ron Dawkins. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Wow, look at that energy. Wow. Well, I mean, I could have... I could have, I could have pulled a, no. a, a, a Eddie V and did some really off the wall shit. No, I'm saying you just told us you were tired and you just brought some energy. I was complimenting hey, you. It was hey, a compliment. It's called, I'm not always hey, making fun of you, Leron. Hey, it's called fake it till you make it. There's Very a dirty true. joke in Sound there somewhere, advice. but uh, yes. Also joining us is the mad pharmacist herself, Stephanie. Hello. Klebov. Happy New Year. Happy. New Year, indeed, indeed. Also joining us is the joy of the EXP cast and Arsenal X, the man himself, Stoyd Jovich. You almost did it, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I had it in my head. Actually, I almost called you. I actually almost said Joy. I I, I almost Joyvich. mixed up. Yeah, I almost mixed your name up. Well, and I mean that'd be that'd be kind of cool. You could do that. I could. It's an honorary wise Wisconsinite, right? For the yeah. l- last episode of Arsenal X. I, yeah, yeah, I think that was. I think that only worked for just that day. I think. Uh, oh. Yeah, Corey, let me have it for one day. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: you can have it every time Jesse's not there, because okay, because the, then you're literally the only Wisconsinite on the show, so you have to be the wise one. Yeah. So facto. Just throwing that out there. Not that yeah. we don't want Jesse there. I'm just saying when he's not there. He, he, well, someone's got to be the wise Wisconsinite on every Arsenal X episode. Sorry. And if it's not Jesse, well, then who? Well, what if you and Jesse both aren't there and I have to go to the, you know, the, the bowels of the, the you know yeah. what I mean? What's the next smartest state? We got, what, Ohio, Virginia, Massachusetts. <laughs> it's not Ohio. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> I live here. What are the smartest states? Uh, probably probably oh, where, like... Probably where like uh, like all okay, of those here, uh, I got smart it kid colleges are. I can't even think of think of it. I bet the yeah. dumbest state is Rhode Island. All right, keep going. Okay, Rhode New Island. Hampshire is the top. <gasps> I was gonna um, say New England. Yeah, uh, New York is uh, and and they're doing like average IQ scores here, I guess. Oh. So uh, the dumbest state is West Virginia. Not surprising. Ooh. <laughs> Oklahoma wait, wait, wait. is wait wait is, wait wait. wait. Wait, West Virginia is dumber than Mississippi and Alabama combined? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, let's see. Nevada, Mississippi is 46. South Carolina, 45. Alabama, 44. Louisiana, 43. Sorry, Celeste. Arkansas, <laughs> 42. Florida, 41. I thought they'd be lower. Um, <laughs> Texas, 38. Idaho, let's see, Hawaii, 36. Oh, that's surprising. Tennessee, uh, 35. I mean, I can keep going. 32, Ohio. Corey, sorry. 32? That's higher than I thought. Yeah. Hey, you're uh, you're dumber than Indiana. Oh, what the heck? Where's Ma- Massachusetts? Uh, let's see, I'm looking. Was it's that definitely in- Rhode was Island that- is 21. Was that, based on, was that based on IQ? Yeah, IQ. Wisconsin okay. is 19. See, geez, this is a long list. There's a lot of states in this country. What the heck? Yeah, fifty of them. Still, <laughs> who knew? Uh, Massachusetts is actually number one. What? I I must I clicked on a different list. That's interesting. 
Oh yeah. So the smart- congratulations. The smartest person in the room is Stephanie. Ooh. I mean, we could have looked at a list for that. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's I, mean, true, yeah. I mean, she's, but, le- she's legit a doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, fine. Whatever. You can have right. <laughs> You can. But, but only when Stoy and um, Jesse are not in. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now that that debate's over. <laughs> wow. That These was numbers I, I, were calculated I, in 2021. So, this happened just this last year. Yeah. This, so. I mean, that's where. She did just buy Mass Effect Legendary Edition and is now on Game Pass, so. <laughs> Hands to the sky. I was like, no. It's fine. You know what? You should you should support Mass Effect. You should just buy it anyway. Yeah. Skip- I bought it twice. I bought it for Xbox and I bought it for PlayStation. Dude, I've bought in that series so many times, I don't even know if it's possible to buy it on another platform. I, I bought it. I- I bought the trilogy on on PS3 when it came out, and then I bought then I bought them all individually because they were on a better sale individually than they were, but uh, you know, th- as a bundle on PC the first time. Mm-hmm. And then when the Legendary Edition came out, I got it on Steam. So yeah, they got they got my money, and I was and I was one of those fools that spent money on all that DLC. Oh wow, <laughs> dude, the DLC yeah. is good though. Oh, the oh, DLC yeah. is great. The DLC dude, is great. I the... I was. Citadel okay. DLC for Mass Effect Three is oh, like yes. phenomenal writing. Yeah, so yo, good. honestly, so all good. the honestly all the DLC for Mass Effect Three, man, they brought their fucking A game. Uh, yeah, they really the, did. The 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 last Prothean, um, the the Juggernaut, a uh, freaking Leviathan. Of course, yeah, Leviathan. I'm no, sorry, yeah. Leviathan. Uh, the Citadel, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, the bad the bad part is like the Citadel. Oh, uh, the the Citadel. Um, the bad part is about the Citadel is like it feels like comic relief, but it's actually a good goddamn story. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Like it's actually oh, a good oh, self-contained oh, who, story. Who can't forget the Omega DLC? Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. I think yeah, we're trying think, to get back. I think Mass Effect uh, Three is the only one I played like only once. Really? So it's I played. Well, like I played Mass Effect three so many times. Like it's my, it's, it, it, I feel like it's my favorite, but it's only my favorite. It's only my favorite because like it, it the the gameplay was so streamlined, and I know there's a bunch of purists out there that are pissed off just hearing me say that because like they were mad about like the they were mad about the the was the the recyclable ammo and all that stuff. You know, yeah, they're pissed about that stuff. You know, I was like, it's like, suck. it's like, it's like, it's like, dude. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is about Mass Effect three is like I played it, and like. I went in and didn't look at it. I didn't watch any. I didn't see any like reviews or anything. I just wanted to play it as like a standalone experience. And mm-hmm. I played it and like I really loved the ending. And then everybody started talking about how shitty the ending of Mass Effect everybody 3 was. On and the I was ending, like, yeah. I liked my experience with Mass Effect, so I'm going to just let it go. And then I went back and played the DLC and stuff and it was it was great, but like my experience of Mass Effect was soured not because right. of the ending itself but just the way the people fans. kept talking about it and i'm just like yeah god a video game that i should have knew, knew known then that like the video game industry just sucked like people just suck but fanboy like, culture is toxic yeah and i'm just 100 like, percent. i i will stand by that 100 percent because i thoroughly i enjoyed the ending because i knew that's what was happening yeah i knew that from the first game and the fact you, that it's actually it was actually kind of well written because it really took your experiences with how you thought 
uh, you should play the game, and all of a sudden turned it on its head. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna save the choices because obviously because you have a choice of like red, blue, and green or whatever. Um, but yeah, like they they really kind of made you think. It really did. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just a I'm just gonna go take this route. No, it was really you really had to think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I yeah. Did. Story. Did you did you play them as they released, or did you play them in in like the trilogy bundle when it came out? I played them as they released, and I played um, I, I played in Beat Three before the extended cut, mm-hmm. because it was it, the the extended cut gave you a little bit more of what happened after you made your choice. Yeah. Which Let me ask you- I, admittedly I wanted that because it's like the game ended, and I was like, that's it. Let like I wanted you- I wanted to know what happened. Let me ask you a question since you played it before the extended cut because I played it after the extended cut because I I got the trilogy when it released on PS3. Right. Um, let me let me ask you this and you know spoilers spoilers ahead for anybody that's 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 you know that has not played this for some strange reason. You spoilers know? for a twelve year old game. Come on, guys. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> well, first off, question. has Stephanie played it? Stephanie, have you played it or like any of it? Yeah. No. All right. Well, Steph- take your headphones right. off. Yeah. Take oh. your head- Take your headphones off. Okay. All right. Story. Question for you. Um, at the very end of the game, does it show Shepard's body and he takes a breath? Yes. In in that in in the in the non in 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 the non redone cut. In the destroy ending. In the destroy ending. Now I didn't see that because I didn't pick that ending. Mm-hmm. But it showed. Yeah, his corpse, be, uh-huh. like kind of like real quick shot. But you had, uh-huh. but it was like a you had to do some you had to do like something very specific throughout your playthroughs to get that from the destroy ending. So like not even if you pick the destroy ending, not everybody got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so yeah, because like I got it, I got it, and like it showed it showed his body, and then all of a sudden he took a breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All Which right, wait, why... Stephanie. Let her let, let her know if she can Stephanie. come back now. You're back now. You can come back now. Man, that was All weird right. when uh, you know the Krogan just ate the Tyrion just whole. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. and you know you, you know you know Krogan have four balls. Yeah, yeah. That's why they call them quads. So <laughs> when, uh, when Rex came out with, came out with his quads, man. Hold on. I hear an echo. Is somebody echoing? Yeah, I hear an echo too. Yeah, that's me. I don't know. Oh no, it's gone now. Okay, not anymore. Now, now here's my question. Here's my question: If you kick, if you kick a Krogan in the nuts, do they do they just barrel over like like hardcore because they've got four testicles? No, they're probably like armored in some kind of like shard. So basically, scaly so basically, skin. you destroy your foot if you try to kick them in the nuts. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's why they headbutt each other all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like they have like. They have like two stomachs, two hearts, four testicles, because they're so fertile. Well, before the genophage, they were yeah. so fertile like they would have just like eggs of babies, just like yeah. babies all over the place. Yeah, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they were the uh, they were the perfect they were the perfect foil for the rachni because they could reproduce just as fast as the rachni could. Yep. Wow, we're getting in deep into Mass Effect lore here. Hey, I know. Hey, sounds hey, like hey, sounds hey, like I'm sounds s- like. Sounds like Mass Effect should be a standard definition series at some point. If hey, we uh, do a standard definition series, I, I want to host that I, shit. Give me, give me that, Corey. Give me. I, I will, I, and I will be right there with you, Stoy. Okay, good. All right, me and Laurent. That's it. No one else. Well, I want to be there. I like Mass Effect. Just me and Laurent. 
Fine. Oh, story, story. Corey's Corey's trying to horn in on on our thing because like he started going oh. to the gym. He actually uh, went to the gym a week earlier than all the other resolutioners and all this stuff. Yeah, I like, couldn't go. I didn't couldn't go yesterday or today because I've been sick, and I'm being nice to the already making excuses. People who probably got where's your where, where's your pre workout <laughs> and, and and protein shakes at, bro? I'm not. I'm not trying to be buff. I'm trying to get thin. I'm fat. You can strength train and still get thin, Corey. Nope. It's actually requ- it's actually a requirement. You yeah, know what? yeah, um, actually it is. I know actually, what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But uh, no, I I threw a conniption fit at uh, the vitamin shop I go to because they don't have muscle milk anymore. Yeah. And I was and I was, I was I was oh, like no. I was like, would you guys carry muscle milk? And the kid comes to me. He's like, we've never carried muscle milk. And I almost threw him across the damn store. I was like, don't tell me that. I come to the store all the time. You sell muscle milk. What are you, two weeks in? (laughs) That that, that same shit happened to me. And it was funny. I was like, I was like, um, I'm not, I'm not insane here. Like I used to buy muscle milk for you guys all the time. I used to buy the, I used to buy the already made ones because I'm a lazy ass motherfucker and don't like the, don't like, don't like to shake the fucking protein for like seven years to get all the clumps out. Yeah. that's crazy because Muscle Milk's a pretty big name, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I used so to it's drink actually, that shit. Yeah, it's actually surprising that it's that it wasn't there. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's not there yet. No, 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 no. They no, we're talking the vitamin stuff, right? It, yeah, vitamin they shop, they yeah. pulled it. They pulled it off their shelves. They used to have it. They used to have Aww. it. I think I think it's because they want to they want to sell it. Was there what what's their brand? Is the Muscle Tech stuff? Is that their brand? Yeah, that's what I ended up getting. Yeah, it, they they had a sale, so I was like, all right, so, I'll get this stuff. And uh, that stuff tastes like it's like it tastes caved, clumped, taste, caved in. That stuff tastes like ass. <laughs> yeah, Laurent said ass. Uh, well, he said the f word earlier. No. I did. Yeah, started this arguing about muscle this, milk. And... This is a Nintendo Power Block. What the is that? Don't 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 swear word me, Captain America. <laughs> Language. <laughs> Oh, man, man, I speaking of, you know, we're doing Hulk next week for a standard. Oh, yes. I'm I'm ready, by the way. I'm ready. Uh, Which one? You cannot ridicule. No, I tried it. Dude, that movie is like I thought it was way better than it was for some reason. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad to hear you say that, because I have words about that when we when we talk about it. Monday. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. But you know what we're talking about tonight? Other things. Because this is the Boss Rush Podcast, the flagship show of the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends from around the internet to talk about video games, game culture, and everything else we love about it. You can catch us live on twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Network every Wednesday night at 8.30 Eastern or on Monday mornings on YouTube and podcast services and our website, bossrush.net. If you listen to us on iTunes and Spotify, give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. Leave us a nice review. Remember to like, subscribe, and share to our YouTube channel. You can find all of our content on bossrush.net. Quick reminder, the store is now open. Uh, I don't understand why After Dark and Standard Def aren't being accepted as images, but uh, they're still in, you know, processing mode, whatever that means. So they're coming. Uh, But, yeah, you can get shirts for all of our shows there and a couple other fun inside jokes. Also made it as shirts. Head on over to redbubble.com slash network or net. Click the store icon. It'll take you right there. Uh, with that said, 
I guess we can uh, jump into what we've been playing or watching. Stoy, you're our esteemed guest. We're going to start with you. Man, I mean, I know it's going to be new for everybody listening to this, but uh, I jumped back into Dragon Age series. Oh, God. You want me to talk about this again? (laughs) It won't be as long. It won't be as long because I'm going to tell you, we talked about this uh, on the EXP cast. And for those that know the Dragon Age series, every freaking iteration of the game, Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, you have to pick a side. Are you with the mages or are you with the Templars? And this time around, in Inquisition, first time I've ever done this, and in the many, many playthroughs I've done in all the Dragon Age games, I actually sided with the Templars. Even better, even better. I am playing as an elven mage in this one. So Pat didn't believe me when he said that. He was all like, the hell you are, man. You always pick the mages. Pat knows. Pat thinks he knows me. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know who I am. So, yeah. We know. I, I started to think about, I mean, I'm not going to bore with the details, but I kind of started to think a little bit more about the, the Dragon Age series always has a rift between, like, the magic maker mages, so to speak, and the knight templars. The Knight Templars are supposed to protect the mages from themselves, but the mages are like, but you're oppressing us, and you're turning us into demons. And the Templars are like, no, we're not, as they're waving swords in front of their faces. So I started to really think about the dynamic that Bioware created between the two. And it's not as black and white as it seems. So I wanted to go this route of like, well, maybe if I side with the Templars, I'll have a different experience. So we'll see. I mean, I just sided with them, and, you know, it's interesting. Fun. I know nothing about this, but it does sound interesting. It's um, the the Dragon Age series. What what they do very well is uh, they kind of delve into racism a lot, and I really appreciate the way they kind of go about it. Because, like, say for example, elves, El- elves throughout like any any fantasy story that you that you read about is about you know that that has elves are usually oppressed types of people because they're usually like the poorer people or the weaker people even though they live longer than everybody else so in the dragon age series they're often seen as either outcasts like they're they live off to themselves off in the woods or they live in the cities but they're like slaves or indentured servants or they're just poor so like you really see the dynamic how poorly humans treat elves and it's and not only that, but then you see people that have magic powers, how they're ostracized and discriminated against and judged. Like, it's it's like, I mean, it, it, you know, it could get uncomfortable at times where it's like, man, is it really like that? But then again, it's a fictional story, so you kind of roll with it. But, you know, they they do a really good job of like kind of like bringing together like, hey, you know, if we work together, we can solve the world's problems. Cool. Kind of like how Mass Effect is putting together a team. <laughs> putting together a team. So, yeah. You son. I'm in. <laughs> Mass Effect, so. Garrus, my man. Yeah, my man. Ugh. And uh, uh, I'm still, I'm still in Guardians of the Galaxy. Stephanie was talking about doing a. I think we were talking about doing a spoiler cast with uh, mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah. I think it was. So uh, yep. I got a gotta finish that man i didn't expect that story to go where it's going mm. so good where are you at i'm like halfway through yeah okay. where i i find out i find out what happened to uh what happened to the girl 
so to speak. So gotcha. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It is good. I'm playing. I've been playing more of that as well. It's very good. Very very good. Is that Why is been... Rocket such an asshole though? Because he's Rocket. <laughs> he's he's such an asshole. asshole. I know. It's like, asshole. man, you think like, ah, you gotta be nice one for once, maybe. You know, you're gonna stop getting so butt hurt over every little stupid thing. And it's like, man, just shut up. Like, it was the one time of the game because the banter was so good, but there was like a series of like maybe an hour of just like Rocket, like giving him the silent treatment mm-hmm. and yep. then just like talking shit. And I'm just like, man, will you just get over yourself? Yeah. But I know that's how his character's written. That's how he is. He's very emotional. But if you've loved, played, man. has any Telltale series of Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh uh-uh. uh. I have not, but I want to. It's I've, really I've, good. I've considered it. It's really good because it actually goes through everybody's individual stories very oh, nice. well. And you actually get to see Rocket as a laboratory experiment. So mm. a lot of times I give him a pass because of that origin story that they painted uh. in that game. So you almost like start to feel bad for, for him because he's, I mean, he's a science experiment. And, yeah. you know, he was used for lab tests and everything. I can't imagine what that's like. Can you imagine being a raccoon being tested all the time? No, I think I think he does kind of talk, speak a little bit to it later on in the game, too. So, okay. I mean, they kind of talk about it a little bit, like towards the beginning, I think, too. Like, I mean, not like a lot, but, you know, towards probably like chapter two, I think they say something. No, there are those little brief moments um, where he kind of talks about his past but then just kind of brushes it off. Like there was the scene, Corey, you and I talked about with uh, Drax, where he was looking at the edge of the universe when you were on Nowhere. Yeah. And the conversation that I had with him was like, man, this is the most profound thing I've, I've I, in, in any game I've played in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was such a, such a good uh-huh. conversation, good yeah. banter. And like, you know, you really like stop to think afterwards, like, wow, you know? Yeah. And Drax turning around and telling, you know, Star Lord, he's like, I, I hope your mother is in heaven. Like, wow, that's that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. That's what I've been playing. Nice. I really like Guardians. I that's the game I'm playing right now to finish. It's gonna be the first game I finish of whatever year this is. I always. <laughs> <laughs> I actually voted it as my game of the year. I think, uh, even though I'm not, even though I didn't fully complete it, I think. Out of every game to come out last year in 2021, it was the most kind of complete game. That yeah. when it came out, there wasn't like any like game breaking glitches or bugs or anything like that. Like it actually came out in really good shape. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was hesitant on making that my game of the year, but that's because I didn't reach the halfway point yet. I and I I don't know if you're starting. If you I want you to tell me story and Corey when you get to it. Not that it, the first half was bad, but I significantly love the second half of the game even more than the first half. I mean, I've heard that from a lot of people actually that the second half of the game is like amazing compared mm-hmm. to the well, first. Well, if that's if that's true, then I'm in for a hell of a ride because I I really enjoyed the first half. Yeah. Cool. Neat. Uh, Stephanie, That's what are you playing? That's pretty neat. Stephanie, neat. what are you playing? <laughs> so I watched, uh, or first watching. I'll do, uh, I watched Matrix, The Matrix Resurrection. Ooh. Ooh. 
Yeah. It didn't need to be made, did it? <laughs> no. I was sitting there in the theater. It, it took me a while to get back into the theater. And now, especially with Omicron being all nuts, I, I, I when I saw that. And this was the like, movie you picked to go see. Well, I wanted to. Okay, it was between that and The Kingsman. I want to see The Kingsman. But either way, I'm like, all right, well, fine. So there was only like five other people in the theater. So I felt comfortable enough to go. And. It started, I'm like, okay, they're doing a lot of nods to the original, like the trilogy. Okay, they keep doing the nods to the original trilogy. When are we going to actually see something new play out? I feel like it's being rehashed. And like two-something hours later, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> so I was very disappointed. I was that, sad. That's what I was saying. Like, I, like when I, I, I don't remember if I talked about it on this show or not, but like, I felt like that entire movie was rushed and like the middle of the movie was missing. Yeah. Like that's exactly what it felt like. And it's like, okay, well the, the part where they like, you know, introduce, you know, uh, uh, Neo again, like that whole arc could have been one movie, like mm-hmm. getting him out again could have been one movie. Slight spoilers for the matrix resurrections, by the way. Uh, and then like, then like after that, there's that whole fight scene in that warehouse type thing that was like 10 minutes long. And like, you see all like the, the characters from like the original trilogy pop up in like weird, different things. Right. And then like, can we talk about the guy that plays agent Smith real quick though, by the way, uh, Uh, Dennis from, uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) I, every time I looked at him, I was thinking, like, that's Dennis. God. It, looked, it just looked like him. I'm just like, I I understand that Hugo Weaving had had uh, a filming conflicts with another project he's working on. Wait for Hugo Weaving. Nobody that's else how, could. That's, that's not how that works. That's, nobody <laughs> else can play that part. That That's true. That's true. Ah. Uh, yeah. But well, I, like, I, will, I mean, no one else can play Morpheus either. Yeah. Well, I actually like the guy that played Morpheus in this movie. Like Morpheus slash Agent. I haven't. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Yet, I so. mean, he he. It was a different version of Morpheus by far. He's no Lawrence Fishburne, right? But like, I liked the idea. This movie had a lot of good ideas in it. Yeah. That was the problem. There's a good story Wait, in there. There's a Wait, couple Jonathan good stories. Jonathan Groth was Smith. It's complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. (sighs) One thing I will say that I quote unquote liked, um, I I liked Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. uh, I did did too. He was the best character in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw that. I was disappointed um, as far as playing. So, um, since I rolled credits of Guardians of the Galaxy on New Year's Day, so I finished it, like, Love, like I said, I love the second half like so so much more. Um, not that the first half was bad, but it just I loved it even more. Uh, I got to now for my PlayStation side, I can now resume Ghost of Tsushima. I I did a hard break on it because of Guardians, and I'm like now I can take my time. Um, I haven't started that yet, but that's what I'm going to play on that system. Um, on the Switch, I beat the game. Say no more, a game where you tell everybody no. It really isn't as good as i thought it was 
because your character moves like it's on a rail like you don't control your character moving your character goes on this pre-designated path and you just press one button to say no i mean you could say no different ways but Mm. i don't know it it was a fast game it was quirky but i would never recommend that game unless it was on sale because it was 15 bucks 15 dollars oh no Mm. (sighs) sorry um I will talk. I could talk about it more in After Dark, but I did. I did start a game called Prison Princess because it was also on sale. Oh God! And because our first first episode of After Dark had to do with naughty games, I'm like here's a naughty game I can report on. <laughs> and then is lastly, that, is I, that going to be a requirement for After Dark now? As we all have to bring a naughty game that we played that week. Not necessarily. I don't. I, I don't play that many naughty games. I, I don't. How serious? <laughs> You know, so uh, and Doug hates his job. Um, the premise is interesting. You're a guy named Doug, and you hate your job. And you have like very. You're, you're, the game is just a bunch of mini games as it tells a story about this guy who hates his job. Like you have uh, Street Fighter, quote unquote, style fighting. Like you beat up a bunch of old people on your way to. Uh, a client. There's a stealth mission where you're late to your office, so you avoid getting caught. Uh, you choose options to respond. It's very clunky, but I don't know. I, it's one of those games that are in my backlog. Like right now, until I don't know, early spring. This is where I really want to cross off a lot of these um, indie sale games that I've been getting on the eShop. So, you okay. know, that's what I've been playing. What was that last game called? Doug hates his job. Doug hates his job. Try to guess the premise. I I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell you. Except Stephanie just told us, so it's fine. Well, yeah. Uh. All right. Well then, Laurent. I guess that means it's your turn. Okay. It's gonna be really ironic that I'm about to mention this game because uh, we were talking about it earlier, but um. In the midst of like being uh, moving and stuff, uh, the only game the only games I had time to play was uh, I got back into the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, Hell yeah, because, let's talk about that for the next hour. Because I, <laughs> well, I mean, part of it was like I was really bored, but I was like, you know what? I really haven't played like Mass Effect in a little while, so like I jumped back into it, and then I realized why I stopped. <laughs> I'm still I'm still stuck on the fucking Citadel in the first game. God, dude, the Citadel in the like getting off the Citadel is a chore. Yeah, yes, it really is. It honestly, is. that's, it is, that's part you... of the reason why I haven't started it yet. To be honest with you, yeah, I am almost I am almost on the way though because uh, because I let Garrus like shoot that guy in the head and uh, and 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 now like Shepard is now a Spectre. So so there's that. Yeah, I wish I. Ha- I wish actually, I had. It's actually one of my uh, tattoos on my arm is the specter symbol. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, yeah. But um, but no, like I actually miss. I actually missed the game. So it's it's really funny that we started talking about it earlier because I really I really missed the games and um and I'm going to get into it and hopefully hopefully this time by the time I get through it I'll actually have like the the actual drive to, to play and finish Mass Effect Andromeda because um. Yeah. Because the only reason why I didn't finish Mass Effect Andromeda is because like I got it, I was a day one purchaser, and um, 
and it was one of those situations where um where like you know all the damn patches like it was slowing down my progress of playing the game like i wasn't even running into like game breaking problems you know um actually i did have one situation in andromeda that basically kind of that makes made me have to like re-roll my for my save but um but beyond that you know but yeah um i do i do like it um the more time I am playing with Mass Effect, like the first one, um, in the Legendary Edition, I do love all the quality of life changes they made to it and stuff like that. The game still, the game still feels date, dated and aged, but you know, um, I do love the quality of life stuff that they did. So yeah. here's a question that I just came up with: If Mass mm-hmm. Effect Andromeda came out this year in its first build state, do you think it would have been more positively received than when it first came out? Like, what was it, four or five years ago? That's a good question. Now, 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 now that basically, like, we're so used to games coming out broken. I mean, <laughs> Cyber Cyberpunk came out completely broken and was yeah. getting better reviews than Mass Effect Andromeda was getting. True. Well, I, you know, and Mass Effect well, Andromeda of, was pretty much fixed within I think, a month. I think a lot of I think a lot of those reviews were skewed though because like people oh, have because you know like people have hard ons for like well now people have hard ons for CD Projekt Red like I'm pretty sure like that's gonna die down their next project and they're gonna have to earn like which those I never knew why they did because Witcher Three came out a broken pile of mess too I stopped playing that game to wait for them to fix it just mm. like I'm doing with CG Projekt Red so I mean every broken game is hated at first and then when they fix it everybody loves it right look it's at, a mass it's a masterpiece oh yeah look at look at No Man's Sky you know look at uh, you know, just all these games is just like, God, you know, I, I still, I'm still sad that we didn't get the, the, uh, Corian DLC for Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. I'm actually reading the book right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause it came out as a book, right? Or like, yeah, a comic it came out or as a book. It came out as a book. I so, think there was yeah. a comic compendum to the series, but there was the book written on what happened in the Corian arc and how they got rescued. Hmm. Well, let me let me ask you this: Do I do you need to have beaten Andromeda to read this book? I mean, not really, because I think the story the story so far I'm about like maybe like a third of the way through. It's all mm-hmm. self contained with everything that's happening on the arc itself. So there's no there's no knowledge of the Ket. There's no knowledge of like what's wrong with all the other planets and stuff and the Scourge. But um, it's all like self contained, like what's happening on the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. So um. So yeah. I can't wait to get back into into to Mass Effect. But of course, I'm gonna have to allocate my time uh, between that and getting back into the, my Dead Space run because I know Stephanie's gonna murder me sooner or later if I don't get back on it. Uh, but but I do have I do have something that you guys are going to love. Oh God. <laughs> so for Christmas, my boyfriend got me. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's about oh, time. The worst four-player experience you can have with anybody. <laughs> Look, it's a it's the best 3D Mario game if you play it by yourself. Yeah. So, so play with four players, no. So Any more than one been, player, he, no. <laughs> so apparently, he'd been listening to all the all the angsting that I've been doing and all the and all the shit posting I'd made on on Twitter about the fact that how like this game is not dropping in price and everything. And I should have realized something was up because um. <laughs> Because uh, every time I would tell him I'm going someplace like Best Buy or someplace that sells video games and stuff, like he was he was grilling me for what I had bought, 
And I'm sitting here thinking he was grilling me for, like, if I bought him his Christmas presents or something like that. But he was actually trying to see if I had picked up this game when I went to the store. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so imagine my surprise. I opened, I opened it up on Christmas. And, like, and first of all, this is the first, this is the first time someone's got me a video game in my adult life since I was in, since, since my mom got me that PlayStation. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, Eric. Like every other time I've gotten video games for Christmas, is video games I bought for myself and stuff like that. So, I, so literally the whole feeling of feeling like a freaking kid on Christmas morning—that was me as soon as I opened this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I was excited, um, and uh, and he got and he definitely reaped the rewards of my appreciation. Hmm. I got chorus for Christmas. Oh yeah, how is that? It's good. It's actually really good. I mean, how is yeah? Like, like it's on my it's on my radar of games to get. It's uh, it's it's a flight simulator game, but with really cool like, uh, I was talking about like it's got drifting in it. Mm-hmm. So like, if you got someone on your tail and you can't shake them, all you got to do is hit the drift button, and then you turn 180 degrees and you fly backwards, and then you just light them up. Oh, oh, so, wow! That's, that's my favorite part of the game. <laughs> I'm like, I nice. love dog fights now. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so that's so that's um, that's all I was um, that's all I was playing. Um, I finished up, I finished up Hawkeye. I I actually enjoyed the ending. Like, I mean, and I, and I read recently that um, that the um, that the that 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 Broadway number, mm-hmm. they made it bad on purpose. Yeah, well, I'm sure they did. Yeah, they they made it bad on purpose. It was like it was <laughs> like they weren't they weren't trying to take it. Well, they're trying to take it seriously enough to make it feel plausible but at the same time they were trying to make there they made it bad on purpose yeah. um and i need to i need to start the book of boba fett but i'm trying to figure out should i should i do what i do with some shows where i watch two episodes at a time so i basically is like i watch two episodes every other week or what I'm... i so i watched the first episode and everybody was like oh man this is the best thing since the mandalorian i'm like well it's literally the next thing but uh I I thought the first episode was a bit slow, mm-hmm. uh, but that's just me. I don't. I mean, I totally forgot that show was even on. That's how much dude, I it was just like, oh, it's another Star dude, Wars the pre- show. The premiere episode of The Mandalorian was slow. Like, I mean, only the only people, the only reason why people are are you know make it so memorable is the fact that we saw Grogu right at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, at, back then it was Baby Yoda, and everybody had a million and two questions. <laughs> it, it's Baby Yoda, uh, but yeah, I mean, but there's nothing like not to like semi spoil it or anything, but there's nothing, at least to me, like there's nothing like that in the Book of Boba Fett to make it memorable. Like there's cool things from like you know, this is what's what happened, you know, but uh, I don't know, I. I would say wait until there's a second episode. Well, I guess second episode's out today. So I guess you should just watch both episodes together. Mm. Uh, that I mean, just in, in terms of what I like to watch, that first episode didn't really do a whole lot for me, but also it's just me. Sorry, everybody that's going to get mad that I said Boba Fett sucks because uh, I didn't say that. I said it wasn't, first episode wasn't for me. So shut up. Yeah. 
Yeah, and beyond that, like I'm just glad. I'm just glad, like the um, like the 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 winter break for a lot of my shows are over because, well, the Christmas break is over for a lot of my shows are over because, like, nine one one, nine one one Lone Star started back up. The rookies back on, and I'm just, and you know, so I'm playing catch up as usual. Yeah, story of our lives, catch up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Cool. Sick. <coughs> oh, gross. Uh, for me, I played some Destiny 2, which was fun. We did the dungeon again. Uh, played some Halo Infinite multiplayer, which was fun. Nothing new there. Uh, I, what did I watch this weekend? I watched Hulk. What did I watch this weekend? I watched something important this weekend that I forgot. We watched Snow White because we did standard definition. So, if you want to hear about that, you have to wait a couple weeks, but you can listen to it then. Uh, what did I do? I started playing Guardians again, Guardians of the Galaxy. I played a, you know, two chapters the other night, and it's just like that. That that's so fun. I don't know. I I I know we already kind of talked about it a little bit, but I don't know. I just really like it. It really made me want to play Mass Effect again, to be honest with you. Just like the way the characters kind of interact with each other, just really made me want to play Mass Effect again. So I actually think that that might be the next game on my list is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Just blow through it. Um, just because I want to play it. What was the big thing I did this weekend? I don't even remember. Oh, we watched uh, we watched uh, Encanto on Disney+, Plus, which was, which was pretty good. My daughter liked it, and... The song's really catchy, and it was a lot better than I think the reviews gave it credit for. Um, so yeah, if I fi- if I figure out what the big thing I did this weekend was, I could tell you. So I'll tell you later, I guess. Uh, it's really bugging me now. It's gonna it's gonna bug it's gonna bug the shit out of me now. This whole episode. We can circle we can circle back. I know, but maybe I'll just talk about it next week. Uh, so instead of that, we're gonna go to. Our first topic. So, Stephanie, you brought a good topic to the table. Boss Rush Banter, by the way, from our website, Future One. Yeah. Um, you know, our writing team, you know, has, you know, put our heads together and thought of some creative things to write about. And there'll be one that will be published on Monday, I think the same day this comes out. And I it really struck me. And I thought I'd want to get answers from you guys. Um to see to see it's uh which superhero needs their own video game because i mean there are plenty of them out there um many of them are stinkers but some are pretty good uh if you think about you know bat batman arkham knight uh marvel spider-man and all that good stuff i know there are trailers for wolverine and even monoliths wonder woman so kind of got me thinking, you know, what, what superhero either has not been represented yet or maybe they had a game and it, but it just either really sucked or just needs revamping. Um, I won't spoil um, the author of this banter. I believe his name is Brad. Yeah, Brad. Um, I won't spoil his answers. You guys should check out that article to see what he thinks. But I want to see what you guys think. What superhero needs a video game right now? And what kind of game would it be? Hmm. That's a that's a I, that's a crazy question. You know, you know who deserves a good video game? The Avengers. 
a good video game, you mean? <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but seriously, well, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. That was almost the Avengers. I know. Those were pretty I good. Like, I feel like it was actually. Gosh, dude, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was so good. I, I, I feel like DC characters in particular haven't gotten great games in particular. You know, like no, actually, um, I talked about that on an episode I did with a friend of mine, and when we talked about some of the best DC games, I would say like eight out of ten of those were all Batman games. Yeah, you know, and the DC has such a rich universe of heroes mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, and so I was like, actually, my most favorite trailer that they showed at the Game Awards was the Wonder Woman trailer because it's about damn time that girl gets her own video game. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, and the team that's making it did what? That's the Shadow of Mordor team, right? Shadow so, of like, Mordor team, and they did Fear. Well, I mean, like they they could probably do like a really cool Nemesis system for Wonder Woman. That'd be kind of cool if they kind of implemented that. I'm so surprised that that's not in more games. Yeah, I thought that would be a trend. Like, especially actually. for like Batman and like the, a lot of the things that they own already, mm-hmm. like. I could see it. I could totally see it showing up in that Harry Potter game. Not to get off topic, but I don't know. I'm just surprised that the Nemesis system kind of died with Mordor. Yeah. Sad. <coughs> um. Well, I, I I say, I say, going to DC, a character that needs his own uh, video game is Red Hood. Um. Oh. He's uh like Jason Todd's story is always so <clears throat> it's always it, it, he's probably like the darkest and most kind of conflicting Robin, I think, in the out of all the Robins, you know, and, uh, you know, Dick Grayson. Yeah, OK, he does his whole thing and then he gets all pissy and then he becomes Nightwing, whatever. But Jason Todd, man, he was like kind of like a like a troubled kid that just couldn't couldn't fix himself, like couldn't get himself out of you know, that kind of like funk that he was in. And then of course, naturally Joker kills him. Then he comes and turn, turn in the red hood and then becomes violently aggressive toward basically anybody that, you know, he still maintains that kind of sense of justice that Batman taught him. But like, he has his own little bit more extreme ways that Batman doesn't want to go down. Um, so it would be really cool to see a video game where you could just third person action shooter, you know, cover shooter, where you could just like light people up, you know, and you know he's got like crazy weapons that you could customize. You can you can akimbo dual wield the whole game if you want, which probably that's what I do. But uh, you know, yeah, I think it'd be cool. Nice, I like that idea. Yeah. You know, I didn't realize that there was a game for this character, so I would have to say it would have to be a complete reboot, but. Uh, you know, because there's so many Batman games, I want there to be a Catwoman game. Did you guys know that there was a Catwoman game? Yeah, it was yeah, based the off Holly the Harry Berry, Berry movie. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah, I was like, what in the... Yeah, so I would love to see someone just do Catwoman justice and just have her own story and not suck. <laughs> and just Catwoman, because I know she was playable in Arkham City. Yeah, yeah, and... yeah just Catwoman, not a side yeah. character, not a... yeah. Tag not team, a supporting like, character mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. her that would be like my dc choice uh marvel not to be all cliche with what's new but shang chi 
I would love to see Shang-Chi. That would be so great. Yeah. I mean, they actually, could... it's funny in the more recent in the in the I just got Game Informer today. And it's funny that you bring this up because actually there was an article in there about the top five Marvel heroes that need their own video game. See, there you go. <laughs> Validated. Yep. I'm not sure what type or what style games a new Catwoman or Shang-Chi would be. Like, I think it would be hard for me to kind of make up my mind on the spot how I'd want the, those games to be. But mm-hmm. I just feel like they'd be great. Dude, I just see Shang-Chi being like a side-scrolling I was just about to say, like, like a beat 'em up, like, like, yeah. like Streets of Rage, like, like a beat 'em up. Yeah, dude, I would play the hell out of that, man. Oh, that'd be good. nice. And you could pick up like so power. Good. You could pick up power ups and stuff to, you know, wield the ten rings or whatever. Maybe there's like a charge limit on them or whatever, and you pick up power ups and they do different things. Oh yeah, I mean, and at the end of every completed level, you'll sing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you could. It could be almost like Mega Man, and you like pick up a new. Like you learn a new move after you fight a boss with the ten rings. There's ten with bosses. Ten power. Whoa! Oh, oh, perfect. There you go. Free video game idea. <laughs> so, this is probably a, a cheat, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because the thing I've wanted most for so long, and I know we're getting one in a couple months, but it's not the same. I want. A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I want a Ninja Turtles game. But what kind of... That's yeah. dark and gritty like Arkham Asylum. Just like, just like, the, just like the original graphic novels. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Give me that dark Ninja Turtles story. You know, maybe there's like a... Lab, like a, a labyrinth of, of sewers that you can unlock when you get, you know, s- special moves or Donatello builds you something or... You know, Splinter teaches you new moves. Like, there could be this whole labyrinth of underground, right? And, like, could totally find new weapons, new upgrades, and and stuff like that, right? And then you could go... It could almost be like Arkham Asylum meets Arkham City a little bit, where you could go above ground and, like, go do missions above ground or whatever, too, for, like, April and Casey Jones and, you know... Oh, there's, like... There's so many cool things you could do in Ninja Turtles. It doesn't have to be a four-player co-op mash mash button game, you know? Like, make it a stealth game. Make it a, you know, make it whatever. It can be a single-player game, and you can... It, it could be, like, whatever Gotham Knights is going to be, right? Like, yeah, there's four of them, and, like, technically the story is kind of following all four of them, but you can play as one character, and maybe it can be drop-in, drop-out co-op or whatever, but, like... Man, there's so many cool things you can do in Ninja Turtles, and they're not going to do any of it because Nickelodeon owns a license and they don't care. Sons of bitches. Ugh. I was going to say there was a series, there was a comic book series a while back with uh, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where mm-hmm. they worked together. Yeah. For something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, but, it was called Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, I remember. I think what like I actually followed the comics back when i was a kid the more grittier version of it and it would have been cool to have mm-hmm. kind of like a darker yeah it um in just in injustice 2 i think it was yeah um you can actually play as all four of them where you the... can like swap them in and out mm-hmm. it's the only reason why i bought injustice 2 <laughs> literally <laughs> the only reason why i bought injustice 2 is because the ninja turtles were in it 
Well, when I found out Nightwing and Red Hood were in Injustice 2, I was like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know that's kind of like a cop-out, but there's so many cool things you could do with the Ninja Turtles. And like each turtle could have their own strengths and weaknesses if you wanted to go that route too, where like maybe... Maybe you play. You have to play as Raphael on this mission, but if you play as Michelangelo, you get some sort of bonus because he's not as strong. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just okay. I'm done. I'm done ranting about Ninja Turtles. That's my Ninja Turtle rant. Bro, you're gonna get a Ninja Turtles game this year. I know, but it's a side-scrolling yeah, medium. It's, it's a side-scrolling medium. It's not the one he wants. It's not the I one know, he wants. but still, even though, even though, even though it's the it's one be I amazing. want, but it's, it's not the one he it's, wants. It's the tried and true it's be formula. Amazing. No, it's, it's going to be, be amazing. It's going to be good to great. It's going to be disappointing because it's not the game I want. But I, yeah. I'm excited that we're getting one. And I really hope it's good. And they better let me play as Casey Jones. If you're giving me a side scrolling, if you're giving me a side scrolling beat em up, give me Casey Jones. Give me Master Splinter. Give me the weird camera guy. I don't care. Just give me something. Okay. I, we're, I already know you can play as April, right? Great. April's great. Give me Casey Jones. If you're going to give me April, give me Casey Jones. At least throw me that bone. Well, maybe it'll happen. All right. Yeah, you never know. Hmm. He's going to be yeah. DLC, and it's going to cost more than the game. Hmm. Well, that's what kind of ticked me off about the Mass Effect 3 is that the Javik, <laughs> the Prothean DLC, yeah. man, you have to pay for that. And he's like the best character in the yeah, whole series. He, yeah. If, you, if you're like, a real fan, you bought the collector's edition and got him for free. Okay. Well, I did, but like I know that was that got a lot of people butthurt. Well, guess it's like what? I have to buy it, but when it's I in the legendary edition. <laughs> When I originally when I originally got the, tr- the Mass Effect trilogy, I had to pay for that. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how many times Stoy can mention Mass Effect in this podcast. So far, it's three. Look, Stoy, you can mention Mass Effect as much as you want in this podcast. <laughs> right? right? Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Laron. Well, I haven't pay- played it yet, so I feel left out. That's not the reason why I don't want you talking about it. Hopefully, the more we talk about it, the more like the you'll more, be calling in sick the to more work desire, tomorrow. The more desire you have to start the game. Yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think. Would there be any good villain games that we that we can think of? Because I love a good villain, but I can't think of any good villain-driven games so far. You know? Villain-driven game. Hmm. Hmm. Like a villain in the in the either Marvel or DC universe. Hmm. I mean, I mean, first one I can think of is is Magneto. <gasps> oh, Magneto game would be oh. awesome. It'd kind yeah, of be like because... a good version of the Force Unleashed. Bomb! Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, because honestly, because honestly, Magneto he he is like a quintessential villain, but at the same time, like you know, like his motives for his villainy are really justified. <laughs> they yeah, there'd really be a really are. good. There'd be a really good story. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the 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 line between hero and villain villain is it's blurred because of his motive, right? Because. Yeah. And actually, and actually, you know, that's a it's a backhanded way to get us a new X Men game, honestly. Because like, if you focus on him as the villain, you still have these this core group of characters that you can bring in, you know, that he has to encounter and stuff like that. So you know, it's a it's a really backhanded way, and um, I can see it being. Um, I don't know. I, I can see Ma- the Magneto game actually happening, kind of like in like in like similar to those inf- to the Infamous games. I can yeah. really see that. God, infamous yeah, is so good. I, I can do yeah, because he could traverse and he could float. 
pretty well. Yeah, and just and just imagine like some of the some of the stuff we've seen him do in the in the entire history of the X Men. Like just just imagine like you know like when he gets like when he gets like like you know like whatever whatever they use to like to like upgrade his powers and stuff. When he gets like the super one where basically he goes up in the sky and just like sends an EMP that knocks out the entire area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like. Can I just tell you that Michael is it Fastbender? Mm-hmm. He did yeah. such a great job with oh. Young Magneto, and I got it. Yes, that cast was so good, and like that, those movies, like most of them, are bad, and it just makes me sad because that cast was really good. I love the cast yeah. of those movies. I think that's why I watched them. So, I mean, First Class was really good. I thought First Class was really good. First Class, yeah. First Class is good if you're not an X Men fan. I mean, well, I gotta say, I would totally ride that hype train for Magneto. Like, I would be more hype for a Magneto game than a Wolverine game. I mean, I love oh, Wolverine. Oh, hell yes. But no, I, I, don't, would... I don't love Wolverine. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for the Wolverine game. But I would totally pick a Magneto game over that just because, I don't know, it's just the premise and the character is so great. Yeah. Um, You know why? I think it could do well, but it could also bomb as if they did a game based around Loki. He's not really a, well, you know, villain and villainish, mischievous. But, I don't know. I, I'm just, like, blurting thoughts. I think that'd be hard I because think, he's I, so yeah. mischievous that it's, like, it, everything he does, like, you don't see him, you don't see it coming. So I think if you played as him, that would take the mystery out, I guess. Uh, yeah. Good point. I mean, I, I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Mm. Yeah, the yeah the 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 superhero I I would think and um and actually I didn't know this until I looked it up just now like it was actually it was actually it's actually a canceled project. Um, I used to I used to read the um I used to read the comics the uh, Witchblade, um, and um, and and uh, for anyone that doesn't know like the like those you those games the darkness like you remember those games mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, the darkness is actually a spinoff character from the Witchblade comic books um. And um and so yeah like um like I I remember like man like like it, it also this also fills in fills in the gaps because like I feel like we need to see more female superheroes you know we need we need more of a feminine presence you know in in this in this muscle like super octane like field you know stuff like that you know I don't that, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I've just gotten windswept, you know, like upswept in the whole in the whole situation because, like, you know, when Black Panther came out, that's another that's another superhero that could get his own game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, hey, you when, got it in the Avengers. No, not enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Not we enough. said a good video oh, game. He needs, he needs a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but when the movie came out, I remember I remember hearing someone describe it as like you know like you know it's it's an opportunity for like for like. For like kids of of that, you know, kid. I don't want to say like kids of that race and stuff because like basically it's a, it's a game that shows representation because like yeah. you know like it's it's an outlier. You know, it's not something you see you know ninety five percent of the time. You see you're seeing a superhero of a different color of a different background of you know, and basically that's the thing, which is also why Wonder Woman was such a big deal, yeah. you know, and stuff like that, which pisses me off that Wonder Woman 84 was a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, because, like, I mean, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed, like, the first Wonder Woman movie, and there's, and there's some things that, um, there's some things that actually, you know, work out in 84, but overall, like, the movie was bad. But, you know, like, going back to what I was saying about Witchblade, though, 
I mean, like she was a badass because basically, like it was this, it was this glove that basically, uh, the the glove was the the glove was the power, and basically what happens is um is just to just to give some some background for how how the whole thing starts off, like uh like Sarah is a um is a police detective, and um and she's and she's investigating something. Uh, uh an investigation goes wrong. She gets caught up. She gets caught up in a situation, and she gets and she gets shot by some bad guys. Right, right nearby where the um where the glove is, the witchblade glove is at, and then she she do some fluke like she gets it on and it saves her life, but then she also winds up with this inherent knowledge of all the other wheelers of the witchblade and it talks about the history of them because like Joan of Arc had this at one point, um like uh one like the really famous um female pirate had it at one point, like it goes through a lot of history about you know like badass women in history who had um. Who had this? Um, who had? Who they got their notoriety because they had this weapon somehow and stuff like that. And it was a good series. Like, um, I mean, like, I think the I think the comics are still going. Um, even though like the guy that created it, like he he died he died about ten years ago of cancer, and um and like the and so like Image Comics like kept it going, you know, in in his honor. Nice, cool, nice, nice. Uh, I know, I know, it's cliche for me. Um, or it's cliche in general to say the Joker, but okay. imagine imagine a Joker game like Saints Row, to where you know you're just starting out and you're trying to build your Joker empire, and obviously your your role is to cause as much chaos as possible. And I think this would be interesting because there is no good side redeeming quality to be had. You're doing missions to screw shit up. You're, and you're going to be and it'd be interesting to have like kind of these like really dark sides of, you know, I mean, killing hostages or destroying like, you know, buildings and stuff like that and really wreaking havoc. I think it'd be really cool to really kind of test people's um, test people's abilities on like what they would want from a Joker game. Like, you know, there ain't going to be a happy ending at the end of this. Like you're a Joker. You're a bad guy, and you're trying to build your empire in the worst way possible. You know, I think that that's well put. Because sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Laurent, but like mm-hmm. that's what I was kind of thinking with Loki. But when you mentioned Joker, it makes way more sense with the Joker. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was I was just gonna say like I love um I love games that actually pull at our morality as like individuals and stuff like that. You know, like a game that basically wants you to become evil, <laughs> like that. <laughs> I was just about to say, my <laughs> story, you know, because you get you had the Paragon, you had the Renegade moments, and man, like, and you know, <laughs> the hilarity that ensues when you do when you go Renegade on some things, like, geez, you know? <laughs> punching that reporter in the face, man. Oh. <laughs> so that's my, I, oh, that's my one Renegade move. I know, the entire I series. I was that's my to, one thing. I was about to say the same thing. Like that was like I played that entire game Paragon to a T, except for that reporter. Except I, for the reporter, yeah. Oh uh, well, no, 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 I lied because no, no, there's no. that there's that person in in Mass Effect Two where you can push them out the window, and I did that. Oh yeah, I did. I thought too, that was funny. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Who do, you, who do you push out the window? Like I don't I, think I've got that one. For uh, Morden's mission. Yeah. Oh, okay. Trying, okay. Oh, no, no, that's Thane's mission. Where you're trying to get up to the top Is of the it tower. Thane's? Yeah, it's Thane's mission. Okay, yeah. Yeah, were you trying to beat him to the top of the tower? Yeah. 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 Um, 
I do like though. I do like by the time we get to Mass Effect three though, like that reporter, she's ready for you. <laughs> oh yeah, she's all of a sudden ready to catch she's, hands with you. She, she took some. She took some lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just threw in a big moment for Stephanie. Not, that I heard about. Stephanie, 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 you will when you play the game, you'll know what we're talking about. Just do yourself a favor and just <laughs> deck her. Just do All right. We'll do. <laughs> I I am not I am not I am not a proponent for violence against like against like, you know, like you know, like women and stuff like that. But well, if you play as Fem Shep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Play yep. as female uh, Shep. Yeah. Okay. Loophole. Loophole. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. Great discussion. Yeah, great topic. Great, great topic, everybody. Great topic. Uh, all right. So, are we gonna? I, uh, one, one final thought. Make uh, another blade game, you cowards. Now for my final thought. <laughs> uh, man. All right. Are we gonna? We're gonna do our uh, top three games now, right? Like our. What do we call yeah. it? Most anticipated games. Wow. Cannot, yeah. I could not think just now. Whoops. Uh, it's yeah. all right. While you're, while you're getting your thoughts together, I'm totally buying a Boss Rush After Dark tank top on our Boss Rush store. Nice. 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 Uh, yeah, that's available. I got the notification <laughs> as we were recording that it was ready. So I'm like, neat. Thanks. Uh, so. Okay. So there's a lot of games coming in 2022. Sorry, I just kind of lost thought. A lot of games coming in 2022. We're going to talk about our top three games we're excited for. We're going to go round robin. So I'll say one. Everybody else will say one. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm not going to go first, though. I'm going to go to Stoy. Stoy first. Stoy the joy. Joy oh, of yeah. Stoy. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's why I came up with the nickname Stoy. Because, you know, when I was yeah. a joy. Um. I know uh, uh, this is this kind of ties into everything that we've talked about, but uh, I'm super excited for Gotham Knights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I mean, we talked about I talked about Arkham Knight recently. How that was kind of a kind of a disappointment. It's a, kind of like a you know you're supposed to end Batman on a high note, and it just you know didn't quite nail it. So. I've been wanting to get back into that universe that was crafted by these guys. And uh, Gotham Knights is being made by WB Montreal, who actually made Arkham Origins, which, you know, still, that was a good game. Second best but Arkham game. I, Some yeah, opinions. honestly, like it was, you know, I, I think we talked about that, where it's actually better than what most people thought. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but, you know, the fact that you it's like drop in, drop out co-op, and, you know, you're fighting against the Court of Owls, which is like a really good, like, kind of mystery Illuminati type villainy. And to the point where, like, even like in the trailer, the, the penguin is even scared of them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it sets it up to be good because in the comics, actually, I think Nightwing works for the Court of Owls in some capacity. So, like, the the story beats with this game that I, I mean, if they go that route great if not no big deal but i'm just excited for you know ass kickery with robin batgirl red hood and uh nightwing yeah 
That was uh, also one of the original games on my list, so I have to switch that one out. But yeah, that's, well, I, that, that game sorry. is like that game's like what I'm really looking forward to. I I really can't wait for that game. Like I just want to play that game. I think it's so cool. Like in a world where like I'm sure Batman's not really dead, but like the whole premise of the game is you play as these other characters because Batman's supposedly dead, right? Is like that's a cool premise. Like what happens mm-hmm. to Gotham when Batman is dead? You know. It's cool. It's a cool premise, I think. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I know, I know. Like part of the part of the Batman universe is that obviously Batman leaves, you know, leaves Gotham to the Titans, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the Titans, but you know, it's it's almost there. It's almost. I mean, it's the same, the same premise almost, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you got. Uh, you know, you got a second Robin. You got you got uh, Nightwing. You have the only character that's really different is is Batgirl. Yeah, right. So, yeah, man, it's great, great, great pick, Stoy. Great pick. Thank, yeah. thank you. Nice. You and me, man, we think alike. I know. Great minds. It's like we, it's it's like we finish each other's uh... sandwiches. Yeah. <sighs> Stephanie, it's your All right, turn. Who's next? Make it stop, Stephanie. Go. <laughs> Me? Uh, uh, okay, so I, I'm my made my list because three is just not enough. Um, more focused around indie games that I'm looking forward to. I love Annapurna, except I believe they're the publisher of this one. It's Stray because Ooh. it's got a cat in it. But not only that, um, it's a third-person adventure game and kind of third-person adventure is like my... I don't know. It's <gasps> is Laron eating ramen? Laron's damn you, Laron. I mean, it's I'm better. It's... I'm I'm eating pho. pho? I'm eating well, homemade still. pho. Just oh gosh, now I'm hungry. It's all your okay. You, you got any cute? <laughs> you got any cute to go with that? <laughs> any what? You got any cute to go with that pho? <laughs> Why is that? Because is that what I just did to y'all, basically? <laughs> no, I, it was a joke. This looks so good. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's He's a not third sorry. person, third person adventure game, which I love, and the setting is very like it's a cyberpunk type setting because it's like an entire city's like neon lights and it's all robots and you're a cat. This is the game that I've been waiting for, and I know Pat's probably. Like, just as excited as I am for that. Oh, God. When that game was announced, <laughs> man. <laughs> I think it was part of, like, a PlayStation Direct or something like that. And I think, yeah, he took, like, minutes to talk about that. It was yeah. one of the final games for uh, the State of Play. Um, the I think it was the July State of Play. That was, uh, yeah. Oh, and it just looks so good. So, it really so does. good. And, um, yeah, so... I. That's all I really got to say about it. Uh, I, I am getting the Steam Deck, so I might be playing it on that. I'm not sure. I'll figure it out. But, but that's definitely high on my anticipated list for 2022. Cool. All right. Cool. Nice. Leron. Before you take another mouthful of that delicious pho. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Um, all right, so I have a I have a list here, but um, but – I want to start with I want to start with the game that I'm probably most excited for that is announced for 2022 but has not gotten an actual release date just yet. 
And uh, that game is the Callisto Protocol by the creators of the original Dead Space series. Uh, oh, yeah. The, that the, game the, ain't coming out this year. It's slated <laughs> for this Stop year. It. Stop it. No, Stop it ain't. No, Stop it ain't. It. You know Stop what? It. When, it, well, when I tell you one of mine, you're going to do the same to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Stop. All right. But, you, you know, we clamored so, so long for the for ea to finish the story for dead space that we had no idea that the original creators of dead space were making their own their own game and you know like that's in the same vein even though it's not in the same universe because apparently it takes place in the PUBG universe but hundreds i don't know how years, that hundreds of years in the yeah. future i have no idea how that works but all i know for sure is like basically it has it has the entire skeleton and foundation of of what made dead space at least dead space one and two so great you know um yeah basically basically it's set on the second largest moon in jupiter Callisto. <laughs> uh you're uh, if everything from the from the trailer that we saw you know you know, works out like you looks like you're going to be playing an inmate, you know, from a prison from from this prison in outer space that, you know, like some shit goes down just like how it does in dead space. Shit, shit went down and he's the lone he's the lone survivor. Well, not the lone survivor, because I'm pretty sure, you know, there's going to be there's going to be other people there like skulking around, probably trying to like try to hinder his progress and all this stuff. But I saw it. I saw it. I was like, "No way, no way, no way!" This is something from the Dead Space team. And sure enough, as soon as I saw the name Glenn Schofield, I was like, "Hell yes, I want this game. This is this is this is one of my must-haves day one." You know, and it's one of these ones where I'm going to have to cater my stream schedule to. Like, I'm I'm going to play this <laughs> on stream, and y'all are going to see me be a little bitch because uh, because scary games. I love scary games, but scary games don't love me. <laughs> I hope you scream real loud. Um, yeah, I've I've been. Known, I hope this I've game been, has good jump scares. I've, yeah, I've been known this. I've been known this streak a little bit, you know, on jump scares. Like there's a like there was a whopper of a jump scare in Dead Space Three that you know my roommates my roommates came running into my room to see if I was okay because like it because <laughs> it was it it was an undignified streak that I that I made that night. Mm, that's fair. I had that when I played PT for the first time. The dogs actually freaked out. They all came downstairs like, are you okay? <laughs> PT didn't so much scare me as it just creeped me the fuck out because I'm I am never going to shut up talking about the about the crying fetus in the, in the bathroom sink. I'm never going to stop talking about that. Oh, yeah, I, I wish I you actually, would. I obviously freaked out about <laughs> the, uh, you know, the woman basically turning you from behind and starting to choke you. Like, yeah, that 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 part made me jump. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, I guess it's my turn, uh, which I actually remembered uh, what I <laughs> what I watched this weekend because <laughs> it's, it's it ties into the game I'm about to say. Uh, so I'm actually excited for Hogwarts Legacy. The Harry Potter game yes. is coming out. I'm very, very, very excited for that. And, yeah. Uh, so I we watched the the reunion special on HBO Max this weekend. It was like the one thing I did with my wife this weekend with no kids. It was awesome. Uh, and like it really made me. I don't know. It hit a lot of weird nostalgia points that I didn't really know I had for Harry Potter. But like I knew I did, but like I haven't really watched it or read anything 
with it for so long and like fantastic beast movies are kind of disappointing to yeah. say the least uh so like i kind of forgot how magical those movies and those books are and like i f- and and this game is like it kind of shot up to the uh top of my list because it's just like i want to be back in that world and roam the school and roam you know the the dark woods and go to diagon alley and pick out my owl or rat or whatever i want to take to school with me you know what i mean like i just think that world is so cool and i just i don't know there's something really pardon the pun really magical about harry potter that's like really endearing i agree and like the the magical beast movies and like just everything sub you know after that i mean it's okay but i just nothing really hits harder than the original (laughs) seven like book series and movies and it and that's how i I feel like the video game is going to be based around and that's going to pull me in so and it's been quite some time yeah 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 it's been a man it's been a long i mean 20 years since the first movie so i mean you you've had to have done it what house are you uh i'm a (laughs) i'm a ravenclaw (gasps) yeah same here ravenclaw is all around how about you stoy probably never done that um, I am a Gryffindor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I there was um, I think uh, actually it's a Patreon episode that uh, I actually recorded myself taking the test. Oh, we and should I, do that. We should do yeah, that. So I mean, like, I know we all kind of took the. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, it, it all kind of ties in. Yeah, I I was just saying, like, before we do that for those movies for standard def, we should do like we should take the house tests again and see if like we it's, we're still in the same house that we were when we took it. Yes. Continue. So I'm so sorry. I cut you no, off. No, that's fine. Uh, but it, like I said, it all kind of ties in because I think we were talking about it before recording and I was like, what test is this? I never heard of this test because, Oh no, no, I, I did. Cause I was like, did you guys know? Like there's like a test to see which house you belong to. Cause I think I, I'm not a fan of Harry Potter in the least bit. So like everybody at the table was like, yeah, like I took it, like I'm, I'm this, I'm that, and I was like, oh, clearly I'm the last to know about this. So I took it, and I was, I we record the episodes like a little bit before we officially start. So I was like, I'm gonna do this before we start, and I just turned it into an episode. That's awesome. But yeah, House House Gryffindor because apparently it's it's very predictable because when i told everybody what i got everyone's like yeah that sounds about right <laughs> did you did you do your patronus charm too uh, i don't know what the hell that is <laughs> no i i'm asking the real fans here bro oh i didn't i have not so i'm going to google that now and find out oh. maybe let you know at the end of the episode well if it go if you go to if you go to pottermore.com and like do uh-huh. there's like an official test and like you get to you do the sorting hat and then you get to like take a test to see what what you know your wand is Potter. made out of okay. what like it's it's like the official Harry world of Harry Potter whatever and like then you get to take your patronus charm like you you play a little kind of like mini game to see what your patronus charm is it's really cool oh i have to have an account you do that's how they get you so they can keep track of you. You know what? As much as I as much as I like Harry Potter, y'all are nerds. You're a nerd. Go. Yeah, I was yeah. actually just about the same thing, and I ain't even a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> yeah. Well. 
fine. Anyway. We'll be, we'll be nerds together, Stephanie. They're fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know what? You guys suck. Exactly. Feel <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but no, but definitely uh, definitely a good choice there, Corey. Like I am I am also like amped, well, not amped, but I'm definitely interested in that uh, in the um in the Hogwarts game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a more endearing version of bully. <laughs> but like with your friends. <laughs> Uh, all right. Who's next? Uh, Stoy, you're Stoy. up next. Oh yeah. Um, Saints Row. Ooh, I'm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about that because. Uh, um, I didn't take one of mine because I'm pretty sure you're gonna make, you're gonna say it, but. Um, I just uh, I I know a lot of people kind of like saw the initial trailer of it and they were like, "This ain't Saints Row," but, like, you know, it's gonna be Saints Row. It's just you know maybe maybe it's not in a big sprawling city like you remember, but uh, it's in a different location, more open field, more open world ended. Um, you know, it's got it's got a city, but it's also got like the badlands around it, kind of reminiscent of like Borderlands meets Grand Theft Auto kind of thing. But the same batshit craziness is still there. The same crazy character creators are there. I think I'm more than likely sure the same humor is going to be there. And obviously, it's made by Volition, and they've been they've been working on this game for a long time. And I'm a I'm totally sold on the Saints Row universe. If anything, I have more fun with Saints Row games than I ever did with the Grand Theft Auto games. I mean, the Grand oh, Theft yeah. Auto games are good, but Saints Row was like, dude, had some crazy laugh out loud moments. You know, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't much of a fan of the direction that they did with Saints Row Four. Um, with the whole like Matrix sci-fi um, abilities <laughs> that you had, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was. I, I thought like you know it was like it was funny because like you, the way you moved like fast throughout the city, it's like why even steal a car? Like you actually move faster, yeah, traversing through yeah. the world than like stealing a car. So when I played it, I was like, I don't even need to steal a car anymore. I mean, and maybe if, that was. And if you guys don't know, was... I have a problem with actually stealing cars by punching people out of their cars and like forcibly removing them. I literally cannot do that in a game at all. Cannot. Hmm. I just I, I have like a moral problem with that for some reason. So what do you do? Just go and jack a parked car? I yeah, I basically walk around for an hour trying to find a parked car. Okay. Hmm. Now I you know I wasn't a I wasn't a fan of Saints Row until Saints Row the Third came out and Jesus Christ, I did not know I did not know the type of ride I was in for man. It was insane. I yeah, enjoyed it, and that's the best one. That was the one where they took it. They took it to eleven. Like, they it took, so yeah, yeah. yeah, like, like, like for the simple fact. For the simple fact, that like, like, remember, remember, you were, you have uh, this, the, the part where you were, um, you were, you had to, you had to get, uh, what's the guy's name? I think it was Zemo or something like that. Um, yeah, Zemo was a character in it. Yeah. Yeah, and and the only way for you to get him, the, you had to rescue him. And the only way for you to rescue him was your your gang sold you into slavery at a whorehouse. Yep. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you wake up and a day is completely naked. They roofie yeah, your your own crew roofies you. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden you gotta literally shoot your way out running around all these like what? harlots, these half naked dudes and women just running around as you're like shotgunning enemies trying to find Zemo. It is it is basically it is basically like freaking Metal Gear Solid, uh Metal Gear Solid 2, because like you're doing the riding thing where you got one hand over your gonads and another <laughs> gun in the other hand. Yep. God. Yep. That was 
Oh god, that was my type of game. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, running around the streets beating people with a giant dildo bat. Come oh on. yeah. Come oh, on. <laughs> wacky waving inflatable dildo bat. <laughs> wow. Uh all right. Well, Stephanie. So, yeah, next up, um, another indie game uh, by Night Night School. Uh, I'm looking forward to Oxenfree 2. Um, I'm a big fan of the original Oxenfree game, just the unique art style, like the creepy music and the ability to kind of, you know, make your own decisions. Um, That's the kind of creepy spook. Well, not really so much spooky, more so creepy that I, I really like. So I'm looking forward to um, the sequel. I think it was the last trailer shown at the April Indie World Showcase in 2021. So it got me really hyped for that. Man, that's a long time. We've been waiting a while for that. Oh, yeah. So I hope they don't delay it. Because I know, I mean, not that this is a timing issue, but didn't Netflix purchase night school studio mm-hmm. yeah so i think once oxen free 2 lost signal comes out i think that's kind of i think that's their last game so to speak uh, you know independently yeah cool uh leron what's your next game all right so this game was actually supposed to be out last year but um but you know i'm i'm patiently waiting for it and that is uh, Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp. Uh-huh, Nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, say say what you will, but I love these freaking tactical strategy games. I love them. I love them. And honorable mention also goes to Mel Slug Tactics because even though Mel Slug Tactics won't really play like Advance Wars One and Two will, uh, I can't wait for that one too. But man, it won't even play like a Metal Slug game. Exactly. Exactly. So and, that's, that and that's why. And that's why I'm. That's why I'm hype. But you know, even though, you know, come on. How many Mel Slug games are there now? Is it like nine, um, ten now? How many? Yeah, are there? they all play. They all play exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get um, it. They got to change up the formula. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's nice. Come on, just think. Just, just, just look at what Final Fantasy Tactics did for Final Fantasy. Yeah. 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 yeah but anyway, back to Advance Wars One and Two. The fact that we're getting the fact that we're getting two games remade in one package, you know. And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I I think it's worth the sixty dollars price tag. Like, I'm I'm not gonna complain about that at all. Huh. Uh, but um, but this game has so many memories because, like, man, I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy. I had my Game Boy Advance everywhere playing these fucking games. And as soon as it, as soon as Advance Wars, when Advance Wars Dual Strike was announced for the 3DS, or well, for the, from Nintendo DS, I I had to buy a DS. It's fair. You had to. Oh. Yeah, I had to. I feel you. Yeah, that was the, the so, only reason why I bought a GameCube was for the Resident Evil remake. Yeah, yeah, that was a, and yeah, Resident that, Evil Four. You know what? That was a that was a poorly kept secret too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like Resident Evil remake was such a poorly kept secret. It was it was it was almost like someone just like someone just like 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 in Mean Girls when like when like she just took uh, pieces of paper and just threw them all over the hallway and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's what that's what it reminds me of because uh, they did not keep that under wraps at all. Hmm. Well, I guess it's my turn. Uh, keeping with the tactical theme, uh, Mario plus Rabbids uh, <gasps> Spark Sparks of Hope is yeah. awesome. I don't really know if I need to say a lot more about that game, but that first one was awesome, and I can't wait for more. 
So nice. I keep forgetting about it. Like not intentionally. I think it's just because it got introduced early in the year as well. Maybe it was April last year. Yeah. So. Wait, I thought that was a. I thought that was an E3 announcement. It, I think oh. it was maybe, but mm-hmm. it's still June. Right. I mean, it's still early. Yeah. And also, I just have no concept of time ever since the pandemic started. Just yeah, everything it's, is. Amen. It's, it's amen still to that. It's still April 2019 here. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Stoy. Back to you. Last one. Last one. Here you go, Leron. This one's going to be for you. Dragon Age 4. Um, this game. <laughs> yep. Was, yep. That's coming think, out in 2024. <laughs> Listen, this game has been, um, interestingly enough, once you start to kind of hear the story of just, it's not a doomed development cycle. It's just, it's went through a reboot because I want to, I want to say they went a couple years into development and then they rebooted it. They kind of said, I think it kind of coincided with EA kind of coming in to say, okay, all right, you can make, you can make a single player focused game. Don't have to worry about multiplayer. So I wonder if that kind of changed their attitude to say well let's let's kind of redo the whole thing let's really make the game that we really want to make instead of trying to pander to this like multiplayer and make it work with the story so i think the last real update we got was like i think like way early 2020 where we got concept art and a bunch of developers talking about the game and then we got some like kind of like early alpha tech demo stuff of like the combat system. So I'm I'm hopeful for a late 2022 release. I'm hopeful for like a fall November type of release for it because I think they first announced the trailer like in 2018, you know, and then another one, I think the year after that. So come on, guys. <laughs> I need Dragon Age 4. <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> Please. Come on. Oh, don't man. rush it, but I need it now. Oh yeah, please don't no. rush. It. Don't, please rush, don't rush but it, hurry but up. I need it now. Hurry up, Chuck just up. like every other gamer out there. No, 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 no. I want you to make a perfect product. I want you to take your time to work a perfect product. But I need it to come out this year, and I need it to come out soon. Otherwise, I will shit can you on Twitter. <laughs> oh, well, see, the but if the game comes out bad, the game comes out bad. I'm gonna shit can you on Twitter anyway. As is, as is your right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know what? I know this. I know this problem is never going to get fixed. But I also feel like 2022 should be the year that they fucking like just get shit right with games. Like you know, like uh-huh. like we we've run out of patience. Like number one, we've been cooped up in our houses enough and stuff like that. So you know, like we've run out of patience as far as like you know, waiting for games. But at the same time, we don't. We would desire for our games to come out as playable as possible. Than a than a yeah. freaking than a freaking like, you know like 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 dumpster fire. Yeah, because I mean, 2021 had a lot of shitty games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, like the the stuff I hear about the stuff I hear about uh what what was it Call of Duty Vanguard um and uh what were some other games what were some other games that came out just well besides well Cyberpunk was 2020. See, that's the funny thing. Vanguard's campaign was good. The multiplayer is what's broken. Yeah, it, that that's the problem because no one plays the campaign. The campaign yeah. was great. The campaign was good. Solid, no problem, no issues when I played it. But I, I don't play multiplayer, so but I've heard like so many broken things about it. And just like Battlefield 2042, same thing. It's just a whole bag of mess. 
Like, I mean, I mean, you know, like, I, I feel like, I feel like as gamers, like, you know, like, we put up with a lot of stuff. And yeah, like, I, I, I will say it, like, we do bring it on ourselves sometimes, because like, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the be careful what you wish for, like, you know, like, like, a, a, you know, like, that phrase, you know, because we want our stuff now. But we don't. But we're not willing to accept the consequences of having it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I I, I feel like it, you know if I can temper my patience for stuff, even though like like I, like I mentioned, Advanced Wars like was supposed to come out last year, um, in December. It got Nintendo announced it got delayed, um, and said it was pushing it back to February, and then it stealth delayed again, so it won't be out till spring. And the reason why I know it won't be out till spring, and I know it was stealth delayed, is because I saw no news on it. But when I went to the eShop to fi- to finally pre-order it, it said May of 2022. Actually, Gotham Knights was supposed to come out last year too. Gotham mm-hmm. Knights was supposed to come out last year as, as well. Like that, that, that was the very first game we spoke about on Crossroads. <laughs> on the wow. first episode, the first episode of Crossroads, it was the first game we spoke about. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, my whole thing is, you know, I'm willing to, I am willing to weather any delays for games and stuff like that, as long as the games come out in playable shape. You know, we think about, we think about fighting games that come out with no tutorial or no arcade mode. You know, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, yeah, no arcade mode. They just come straight with a versus mode. I'm, I'm talking about you, Street Fighter Four. Well, no, five. I'm sorry, Street Fighter Five. five. Five, yeah. So, it took a year to update that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, you know. Um, also, the reason why it jumped in my mind is because I read Ed's Boss Rush banner about what game has what games have like really good tutorials. Yeah, <laughs> check so it out. Head, head, head to bossrush.net, check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that one's a good one. That's a good one, yes. Um, yeah, but you know, like, we, we understand. And yeah, the pandemic has been hard on everybody, you know, especially like our, you know, video games being developed and stuff like that. We just spoke about on Crossroads last night about um about Final Fantasy 16's uh, inevitable delays because of COVID and stuff like that. Like they and and the um, and the director for the game was very transparent about it. He was like, yeah, like the reason why you haven't heard a lot of news about it is because we've been dealing with setbacks from the pandemic and stuff. And you're going to have news for it in, uh, coming this spring and stuff like that, you know. But, you know, we more transparency. And more less broken games. If that, yeah, that's that's all we request of you guys from 2022 forward. You know, and I get it. You know, there's more to it than the logistics. You know, like you know, like your partners and your shareholders and stuff. Hey, like the game has got a certain time, but just try. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not saying deal with like 20 million hours of crunch or whatnot. You know, just 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 try. Well, see, I and it's interesting because I thought about this earlier because. Um, crunch is inevitable and for developers to, I mean, they can try as all they want to avoid it, but ultimately I think it's the nature of the beast. I mean, there's crunch in almost every line of work out there. I mean, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. there, there, there's crunch in every aspect of our, of our work. Life. So it's at like, boss Rush, at boss Rush, we deal with crunch, especially if we're on the writing team. Yeah. It's, you know, when you get to these points of like all of a sudden like major news drops or major news stories or, yeah. you know, anytime conventions were to happen and just, yeah, I just, I remember when I was doing it, the, the queue was just lined up and it's like, holy crap, I got to get on this. Like, it's just, it's just kind of part of it, especially since you want to make a great game that you want it to be well known for. And these artists, you know, live and breathe and die for making these games as good as they want. So I don't know. That's a whole nother topic. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Maybe. <laughs> uh, 
who's next? Stephanie? Is that is it you? That's me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cheat and just do a quick honor my honorable mentions. And my honorable mentions, I chose them for that because I feel like they'd be obvious answers. I think it's going to be a big year for Nintendo for me. I mean, it's a big year for all three, honestly. I think 2022 is just going to be heavy for just everyone. But with Nintendo, it's, you know, Pokemon Arceus because I haven't been into Pokemon since Pokemon Gold and Silver. Like, I'm an old school Pokemon fan, and I want to see what this does for me. So I'm willing to give it a shot. Breath, The sequel to Breath of the Wild, which I'm not even 100% sure that they're not going to delay again. But I'm still assuming it's 2022. So, like, honorable the mentions. Dragon Age 4 ain't coming out in 2022. Breath of the Wild 2 ain't <laughs> coming out in 2022. <laughs> but, you know... Anyway, but my, my actual number three, sticking to my indie theme, is a game called After Love EP, which, I don't know, the title's kind of weird, but uh, it's going to be released in the summer of 2022. It comes from the creator of Coffee Talk, which is a great game. I love that Ooh. game. It's that a game. yeah slice of life, uh, adventure about love, loss, and music. So, again, it explores you know motions where maybe older games don't focus on but a lot of new new age games do so i guess you play as this um guy named rama and he's journeying to learn more about himself sorry i'm like getting some help from steam over here and reading the description create music and find love and come to terms with the loss of his girlfriend cinta whose voice still lives in his head i don't know the anim- animation style is adorable and I don't know. And if, if 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 this is made from the makers of uh, Coffee Talk, I'm definitely going to be playing it. Yeah, <clears throat> you should uh, check out the one v one. By the way, Celeste interviewed. Uh, I think his name is Fami uh, about the Coffee Talk. So you should, you should check out right. that one v one. It was really good. I know because I had to edit it. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's the fun thing about editing. You get to hear everything early. So, yeah, definitely check that out. It's one of our older ones, but you should still be able to find it yeah. pretty easily. So, uh, Laron, what's your I'm third? I'm sorry. Game? I'm sorry. I was just reading something on Twitter about Jeff Ross, the former game director of Days Gone, being a hater because uh, because he had some words to say about Ghost of Tsushima reaching eight million copies sold. Hmm. Uh oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's cringe. It's cringe. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. All right. There my, goes the um... days gone too. There goes days gone too. Thanks. <laughs> well, then he oh, okay. so left the shot. studio. He left the studio so, though. Oh, he did. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull Stephanie real fast here and 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 do my honorable mentions real fast. Uh, you already heard Mel like tactics. That's an honorable mention for me. But also the game Sifu. Like I, like, yeah, I, I honorable mentions. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, yeah, like I can't wait for that game to come out. I definitely plan on getting it. Um, and uh, and also the Shredder's Revenge, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to get it, but like I didn't want like, to take that one from Corey. I didn't want to take it from Corey either. It's, but you know, like it's Corey, not. Corey, it's not on my list. What? What? I I stayed in my case already for that game. I don't need to repeat it here. Well. In Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, it sends the Ninja Turtles, uh, <laughs> and uh, along with April O'Neil, into battle against the Foot Clan, uh, Bebop, Rap Steady, and of course uh, the Shredder himself in a brawler evocative of Konami's classic arcade games. All right, now that I've now that I've gotten all that out the way, my number one uh, most hotly anticipated game for this year. Funny enough, it's not a Monster Hunter game because because. Uh, 
Monster Hunter is coming. There isn't one. Uh, it's the expansion. The Come DLC, on. yeah. We have we have a whole we have a whole category in our award show just for expansions. So come on now. Is don't this our do, award do, show, Leron? Don't don't do me like this, Corey. <laughs> don't don't do me like this, man. I thought we I thought we were boys. We are. <laughs> my my hotly anticipated game for this year is coming out on Nintendo Switch, and that is, <gasps> that is the game Triangle Strategy. Ooh, good one. Oh. That game yeah. was awesome. Stupid name. <laughs> I think I already know what the triangle. I, I haven't even played that demo because they released that demo a year ago, and there was no way I was going to play a demo for a game that I wouldn't be able to play like until a year later. But I think I have an idea that triangle strategy basically means like you remember in Chrono Trigger, like there was a couple of like synergy attacks where basically where basically you and your other two party members come at them in like different different angles and stuff. I think that's what the triangle strategy part is going going to be about. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe I should just play a demo. You know, I remember. I remember they talked about why they called it that because it was, <clears throat> it was Project Triangle Strategy. And that was the right. test name. Yeah, well, it was like, also oh, Project test name. It was also Project Octopath Traveler. Uh-huh. And then they, and then they changed it. it to Octopath Traveler. Yeah, yeah but uh, but, but I, I, I want to say one of the earlier trailers they talked about what the triangle meant. So. Mm. I'll have to look it up and find out because I, 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 I would like to know. Uh, but the game is coming out March 4th of this year. Well, as long as things as long as things stay on track, it should be out on March 4th. You know, like every everything is like a hope and a prayer, you know, right now as we're in the age of, of COVID, which, by the way, get your damn shot, get boosted, wear your damn mask and wash your fucking hands. I'm getting sick of this shit. We should not be into a third year of COVID. We should not. We should not. Y'all done save, save some of that ranting for after dark because I'm toying with talking about that later on. Okay, cool. I will. I will save it. All right. But anyway, but anyway, project, uh, project, triangle strategy. <laughs> I can't wait for it. I, 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 always look for games that are like Final Fantasy Tactics, especially if they play very traditionally like Final Fantasy Tactics did, because I didn't like all those spinoffs. Like when they brought the judges into Final Fantasy Tactics the, the, for the Game Boy Advance games, I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> Like the judges from twelve. Well, okay, the okay. So the judges first appeared in Final Fantasy Tactics Advance on the I, Game Boy Advance, I know. and then Final Fantasy twelve came out, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna put the judges in there," but the judges had a very different, a very different role in twelve. Right. Which, by the way, Final Fantasy twelve is also available for anyone that has PlayStation Now. Yes. It's also on Game Pass. Yeah. Or you can also buy it on Nintendo Switch, where I have it right now. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, the inferior system here. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it for free on Xbox. You could stream it on PlayStation Now, and then you have to pay for it. Nintendo- Technically, it's a PS4 version, so you can download it. Sick. On PlayStation Now. By the way, yeah. I wrote an article today about the games that are available now on PlayStation Now. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was I was trying to keep up with everybody. No 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 no. It's it's okay. I'm not I'm not complaining. Like I have I have all sorts of stuff to do. Like I'm still getting settled into this house. Did you uh, Did you want to write? Still have to work. Did you want to write? Do you want me to leave no, it for you next time? Don't no 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 no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, what I would do is I'll just scoop you on them. That's all. Like shoot. Like it's the funny. early bird gets the early bird gets the worm, or the or the early worm gets the bird. You know. One no, of those. I'm just I'm just trying to break my record from last month of. Last yeah, month. which can, congrats, dude. Congrats! But hey, I actually got up on the board uh, last month. I actually got five last month. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I didn't write anything meaningful. It was just news. I didn't do any banter's or anything. So, 
Yeah, like uh, that. That's the other thing too. Like, like folks are leaning on me to do banter's now. So I guess, I guess that, I guess it's finally like put up or shut up time for me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Triangle strategy though. That's that's the game. March third. This year is just. I'm just fucked this year when it comes to games. Like, like, like. Yeah. There's at least there's there's at least one, maybe two games every freaking month this year. Oh that yeah. Comes out. I think I think the only month that there's I think the, there's always one dead month in the year where like nothing that nobody wants comes out. <laughs> and I don't. And I need to look at the calendar to see what that month will be for me because like I mean shit. We got we got Advance Wars. We got Triangle Strategy. Uh, we got we got Ninja Turtles. We got Sifu. We got the, we got the the Monster Hunter expansion. We got Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Um, what what else am I missing here? Um, Dying Light Two. Yeah, Elden Final Fantasy Sixteen. Yep. Crossfire X. If anyone's interested in that, I don't know. I'm kind of. And for 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 some, not all. There's the new Kirby game. You know. Uh, yeah. What is it? Bayonetta Three. Bayonetta Three. Bayonetta mm-hmm. Three ain't coming out. If Dragon Age Four ain't coming out in 2022, Bayonetta Three ain't. Coming out. Splatoon, Splatoon, mm-hmm. Splatoon. Yep, Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Uh, uh, what else we got? Um, Grand Turismo I still 7. have my last game. I would like to talk about Leron before you keep going down your giant list. My oh. my bad, my bad. Do you? No, nope, it's oh, fine. Got to got to got to Ragnarok. There we go. Mm, I'm done. That game looks good too. I'm done for now. Sorry, I'm just like trying to like wrap the show because we have another show to record. <laughs> I'm being. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, hey, you wanted me to. You wanted me to get energetic. You know, you I, wanted me to. Bring, I do. You had your. You had like your fu, and now you got all this energy. <laughs> you got your warm and fuzzies inside, and I'm sitting here eating, you know, salad and chicken for dinner, and I'm just like, I just want. I what's the game, Corey? Corey, what's the game? What's the game? I bet Legend, you know what it is. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Oh yeah. I can't so, wait you know for what? that game. You know, I was about to I was about to boo that, but yeah. It's it's fine. I'll boo it. <laughs> no, don't you dare. I will reach through that no, no. screen. I so there was I, a... have legit, I have legitimate reason for the boo though. The, because I wonder if it's the same as my legitimate reason. It's be it's because it's because everybody and their mom just swore up and down like it was gonna win awards for like the most anticipated game and all that stuff and it's like that might be true but you know like let other games have something you know it also might be fine. true if they showed more than ten seconds of gameplay <laughs> I, well that's what we're waiting for I just really like the first game so I'm excited for a sequel that's a, yeah. I need to play so, this first game. I, I own the first game. I really wanted to like pick Horizon, but I don't have a PlayStation, so I'm not gonna be able to play it. So I'm not gonna be excited. You have a PS. You have a PS4 though, right? No, I sold it. Oh. I fig- I sold it because I figure if I got a PS5 someday, I don't need it. Could have had one. I know. I could have had one. Mm-hmm. Said, it said you chose your marriage. I did. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Get him, story. Get him, get him. Get him. Do you do you do you understand how how much him and Stephanie to a degree made me feel like shit for not jumping on one of those eleven white OLED switches? You should have got I, one. I Look at it. Them? Look how pretty it is, Laron. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look, Look at, at it. it. Look at it. <laughs> if I didn't love if I didn't love my my monitor so much, I, my fist would already be through it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got it. They were available today too, by the way, at Best Buy and Walmart. 
Uh, no, well, I definitely don't have the. I definitely don't have the money to spend right now. Should have spent it when you had it. <laughs> Anywho. Anyways, we're going to wrap the show. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to the Boss Rush Podcast. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. You can catch all of our content on BossRush.net. Subscribe to our other shows, which you can also find on BossRush.net. We're on Patreon, by the way. You can get this show three days early on Patreon. Patreon.com slash BossRushNetwork, along with three other shows early for your listening pleasure. Stoy, appreciate your time tonight. Where can we find you? Thank you for the invite. Uh, you can find me not only on Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast. You can find me on EXP Cast, the video game podcast. We're also in the Boss Rush Network as well. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EXP Cast. And my personal Twitter is StoyMKE8. I'm also on Instagram at StoyMKE8. It's just a bunch of pictures of my motorcycles. Ooh, Ooh motorcycle. You guys want to see my motorcycles? Levon, mm. you want to see my motorcycles? As a matter of fact, you might have just got a new follow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I Look, Laura, it's a motorcycle. Ooh, I don't understand. There's another motorcycle. <laughs> yep, and followed. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and I guess Instagram, since Joy had to bring that up, uh, at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V is in Victor underscore author. I don't have any pictures of motorcycles. Um, usually it's pictures of food on mine because that's all I think about. Either I'm eating food or I'm thinking about food. Laron and the pho, who's always eating something at every podcast that we do. Always munching on something. I know. He's got bags of just munchies underneath his desk. I'm telling you, every time he's always eating something. I don't know. Oh, anyway, uh, so yeah, you can follow me there, and I write articles uh, for Boss Rush. Um, Yeah, bossrush.net. Thank you. Laron, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me everywhere. Exodus803, uh, social media, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Gamertag, yeah, EXODUS803. I don't know why. I don't know why I got so flustered and tongue tied saying something I say practically four times a week. I don't know why. <laughs> but probably yeah. on my Instagram page looking at my motorcycles, like, wow, that's <laughs> a nice motorcycle. I'm like, look, <laughs> like, huh. Oh, like that's some that's some hardcore machinery right there. That's mm. another nice motorcycle. <laughs> Look at the chrome on that baby. <laughs> Actually, I hate chrome. I don't like chrome on motorcycles. It doesn't belong hey, I, on a motorcycle. I, I, I just said it. it, it yeah, okay. like. <laughs> no, that's the first instinct people get. Whatever. Wow. Uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting Arsenal X the Xbox podcast. You can also find me on Standard Definition and After Dark a plethora of other content here on the Boss Rush Network. I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.